You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. MyMac Podcast 678. 70% is better than zero. You're listening to the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Welcome to the Mighty MyMac Podcast 678. And actually, we have had three different versions of that title. The very first title was an upbeat, spontaneous, wonderful oritation from Mr. Guy Searle over in the US of A. However, this third variant was somewhat downbeat because I have to say we had pretty much 15 to 20 minutes of, well, it wasn't content material for the main podcast, but it was definitely good content for the after show. And, um, and guys, Mac crashed. Boy, Hi guy. Boy, did it crash. Hi guy. Can <laughs> take us through, take us. You've got something. Duh, sure is. Unless you're a publisher that no longer can sell magazines where your margins are even worse. That's probably talking about the 70%. Let's yeah. get onto that in a little bit. Yeah. That's actually going to be talk, in the center section anyway. Let, okay. Brilliant. Let's assume we get that far. Let's talk about what on earth happened to your Mac after we had, with only probably two or three swear words, which you'd have to clear out yeah. <laughs> of content that you've now lost. Yeah, and it's I all didn't. Gone. Yes, yes, uh, yes, folks. Slap my wrist. I didn't have a backup recording because, actually, generally, I've got to say, guy is pretty good at getting this stuff done. However, it, 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 his Mac, his Mac, and more importantly, High Sierra failed him. Oh boy, did it! It was that was a major fail. Now. Um, for for people who don't know the, uh, the the computer that I use to record the podcast, and it's the same one I've used for like the last two years. It's a um, twenty ten Mac Pro. So and it's it's pretty beefy. I mean, it's got a, a quad, you know, two I think two dual core Xeon processors, thirty two gigs of RAM, a two terabyte SSD. You know, I mean, I'm I'm That's not. not- that is not insignificant even these days. No. And it's, you know, I mean, that that's pretty, that's a pretty beefy machine. And I've noticed that and since I updated to High Sierra and mm. gone to the new Apple file system, you know, AAPFS or AFPS, whichever one that is, that I have had some weird spontaneous system crashes and i'm talking about uh jazz do you know what a gsod is a gsod yeah it's kind of uh. like it's kind of like a windows bsod the blue screen of death okay except in this case with the mac it's a gray screen of death and Indeed. it basically everything disappears yuck and you get this big gray screen on your desk and you know there's nothing else there and in in several languages it's basically telling you you're hosed. 
you know, but in, in a much nicer apple kind of way. <laughs> you know, it's, <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, you're totally hosed, but hey, it's okay because you're on a Mac. Yeah. Hey, you're so alive, even man. though you've lost everything that you've been doing since the last time you saved, it's okay <laughs> because you're on a Mac. So anyway, that's uh, – <laughs> That's- yeah, and I was I was also saying to you actually before we start hit the record button that I've seen a few oddities in High Sierra. Now I've got a fusion drive, so I'm not well, sure you're, that you're I- not on the new file system yet. Correct. Now I'm on High Sierra, but I'm not on the new file system until they obviously can be bothered to get around to putting it onto the new fusion drives, which they delivered and sold me thanks apple <laughs> am i is that being sarcastic enough no no this, this is basically how you feel right now it is well <laughs> well not quite that bad but here's me oh. <laughs> <laughs> um, i have had basically a, a load of menu items that i installed hi sierra everything seemed fine great crack on and then one day all of a sudden all of my menu items just weren't there. They're just gone. So I had to re-instigate the fact that they should be a menu item. I'm not sure, so sure that they've quite hit this one out of the park. I'm not saying it's, you know, yeah. it's not doom and gloom, folks, before you start saying, oh, you keep having a go at Apple. No, we don't. It's what we actually see and what happens to us on a day-to-day basis. And at this point in time, as not that impressed, I've got to say. <laughs> well, to – God, to be fair. Especially – sorry, sorry, sorry to interrupt, Guy. Especially as this is supposed to be kind of an interim step up, fix all the issues, um, High Sierra, because it's, it's a little bit like Snow Leopard as opposed to Leopard. Snow Leopard was supposed to be better than Leopard not the next iteration, but fixes all of those little things and the little niggly things. And I, that's what I understood High Sierra to be. Now, correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but, you're wrong. <laughs> and uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you why. Go on. Um, leopard and Snow Leopard, the differences between them were basically what you said. It was, it was more along the lines of a s- super-duper maintenance release that was supposed to fix all the problems. However, and I don't know why they called it High Sierra because they shouldn't. They should have given it a different name. The difference between Sierra and High Sierra is very, very significant because of the new file system. Because that, that is yep. not insignificant. Yeah, agreed. agreed on that. Yep. And the fact that, that, they do, that they're using a new file system to me says that you know, this was a bigger deal than than just a maintenance release like mm-hmm. uh, like Snow Leopard was. Yeah, I agree with you there, definitely. But the fact that that they they pressed on with it even once they discovered that the new file system wasn't going to be compatible. You know, it's bad enough that it's not compatible with with pure spindle drives, but the fact that it's not compatible with all of these drives that they sold that apple sold themselves it isn't like people went out and said i'm yep. going to replace this perfectly good apple drive with one that's a hybrid uh, yep. ssd and spindle drive and, and throw it into my mac no this these these are the drives that apple sold people directly in the machine with the benefit being that a lot of 
the the common everyday things that they did would be kept on the SSD, so therefore it would be much faster. But apparently, High Sierra's uh, AFPS or APFS, whichever one it is, I keep messing that up, um, just isn't ready for prime time with those kinds of drives. At which point, maybe they should have held off releasing that new file system until they could verify that it was going to work with with all of the computers that they said it was supposed to be able to work with. And just to be clear, it's APFS. Okay. Just, but, you know, we're, we're I not, agree with you. Not, I'm, I'm not going to disagree with you at all. And I think actually that is, you know, what are Apple trying to tell the world when they do this? I, it, <laughs> I, I don't get it. I just don't get it. Well, I mean, it, I, 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 I suppose, understand. I suppose, if I was an everyday Joe. Well, we are. Not... Well, yeah, to a degree we are, but we're also a little bit more advanced in yes. so much as we can. <laughs> of course keep, we are. In so much a, now, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. <laughs> when I say we're more advanced, in so much as we take a little bit more note about what's happening around Apple. Okay. If I was an everyday Joe that just went out and said, you know, these Apple computers seem to be really good. I'm going to buy one. You know, those if everyday you knew- Joes, they, they sound really annoying. <laughs> <laughs> disparaging everyday Joes all across the planet. They all hate me. Yes, thank you. Um, but it, they hear about um, High Sierra coming out, and they might they might not even pick up that it's got a new file system. But if they start seeing things that are not – that didn't happen before, which are a bit odd and new, you think, well, hang on a minute. And then you look into it. You think, well, it's got a new file system. Well, that's what's wrong then. But no, because if you've bought an Apple Fusion drive, you've not even got APFS. So, it, hang on a minute, what? They've created a new system. I've bought this, but I've not got this new operating system. I've not got – what's going on, Apple? Yeah, I, I'm you not don't have sure. the, the main thing that they were selling yeah, this, I just this OS I just on. get the story behind it. So – Oh, I don't know. I don't know. They're not doom and gloomed, but they, they are. They are. I think in a sea, and the rudder is just a little bit broken at the moment. Yeah, that's how it feels to me. Well, I'm not saying you know, how it is. It just feels that we're not getting a a true direction, and they're sailing full steam ahead in that direction. It seems to be there's an awful lot of of uh, uh, um, oh, what do they call it when you jib from one side to the other in a sailboat. Oh, oh damn! Um, oh damn! Yeah. So oh. you had this brilliant point that you were going to make, and I failed it. <laughs> well, actually, don't feel bad because you know who the real big loser here is. Go on, Jason Isaacs. <laughs> he is actually he's a massive, massive loser. <laughs> and, and the reason that is, go ahead. There is. We had about ten or fifteen minutes talking quite intellectually about Jason, <laughs> <laughs> and it was really. It was. It was fun and interesting. Was, yeah, and he probably would have gotten a couple of jobs because of that conversation. But yeah, now it, it's all <laughs> gone. <laughs> okay, tacking is tacking it. Yes, it, tack, yeah. You tap from one side. And anyway, yeah, he was a big loser. However, the real reason why your computer crashed was because I was having to try and find out what on earth, how the devil are you means. Oh, that's right. 
I was so I was so pissed off about the computer crashing that I forgot what it was we were actually talking about talking when about it crashed. So that's, where that's, did it come from? Did you find that out? Basically, uh, the, the fact that you 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 say to somebody, cause, uh, folks, in the first introduction we had, going back, are we going to do Maybe. anything? That show Maybe. Here? First introduction that I had, I said, "Guy, how the devil are you?" And that's where it led from. And then I went off and tried to find out why it comes from, because everybody, yeah, uses why people it. say that, and it's an emphasis thing. It's about emphasizing how the devil are you, guy? So uh, you're emphasizing the word devil. It could be anything. How the hell are you? It's just an emphasis point so that you go, well, I guess I'm absolutely sponrific. Well, Whereas you know, if, I just, if I just said to you, hey, guy, how are you? I'm you probably fine. wouldn't respond quite as affirmative. Well, I would rather say something like, how the chocolate custard are you? Because everybody but, likes chocolate custard. Nobody yeah, but, likes what, the devil. Nobody. Yeah, but what you're doing there is actually the same thing. You're emphasizing that piece. I know. How the chocolate Swiss roll are you? <laughs> mm, see, now I want something <laughs> chocolatey. <laughs> hey. <laughs> right. Okay. That very interesting start. We're only seven more shows to, to, to 400, apparently. Apparently. Right. And they'll all be like this, folks. And if you're they'll a new all listener, be like this. And if you're a new listener, you've probably already Lost. deleted this podcast. <laughs> it gets way better after this, so stick around. Way better, yeah. And and amazingly I've got to say, so. it, amazingly so. <laughs> sure, sure it does. Sure. Guy, can I say about this week? Sure. I wish I had more hours in a day. Why? Because there's not enough hours in the day at the moment. <laughs> well, okay. Why is there not enough hours in the day? Because I can't get everything done that I need to get everything done. Oh. So I need, I, need, I need a day to last 48 hours with only two hours sleep time, please. I can, I, that's true. I, I could use – I mean I could use more sleep, but I could use less sleep. No, I could always use plenty of sleep. I like my sleep. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> Okay. What's this about rubber bands? Ah, well, see, this is really important. Um, okay. And this is something that I think on a future show we'll talk about. Uh, my my mobile podcasting kit. And the, the last thing <laughs> that bands. I needed was rubber bands. Okay. And the reason why um, I got these um, – and now, you know, I mean, you have a microphone. Does your microphone have... I do have a microphone. I'm talking to it at the I moment. know, I know. Well, well, does your microphone have like a, a little thing that it fits into with rubber bands that kind of isolates it from, you know, the stand or whatever it is you have it attached to? The cradle, yes. 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 Okay. Well, what Boing. Boing. what those bands do... Can you hear this? Yes. That's... <laughs> That's the rubber back. Well, they're not really rubber, but yes, elastic. elastic. Okay. Yes. Well, what that does is like if you bang on the desk or, or whatever it is that the stand that's holding that microphone uh, is attached to, it's going to pick up all that noise and you know even accidental stuff. And the vibrations. Right. But yeah. if you have it in – and now I'm blanking on what they call it. Um, if you have it in – this iso- little isolation thing where it's kind of suspended a cradle. With cradle. A cradle. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then it, it prevents that noise from 
actually reaching the microphone, the vibrations and stuff. Yeah. So um, the, the microphones that I'm actually using are these, these microphones that kind of look like Shure um, SM58 microphones. They got the big, you know, metal yep. ball on the top. Yep. yep. And the, 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 the stands that I have for them were basic microphone stands. And something that, that I found when I was at MacStock last year is anybody hitting the table, it would automatically be yes. transmitted to every single microphone that was on that table. So I found this company that sold the that sold these isolation microphone stands in a pack of four. And of course it's a Chinese company and it <laughs> like what isn't these days? And it, it came to the house and as I was taking them out, there were two problems. Problem number one was the the little screw in thing was smaller than the stands that I have. So I had to get some some step up oh, uh, adapters. Which I did. So, so rather than half inch, they were perhaps three eighths. Yes, right. or instead of five eighths, they were three eighths. Okay. So, right. the second thing was the the isolation part. All the bands, a lot of the bands were snapped and broken. And the, oh, come on, no, stop! <laughs> did you hear that? I heard something. I'm not quite sure what it was. I heard. Oh, it's a stupid. I think it was an elastic band twanging. No, it was a phone. We're back to that. We're back to that meme again. Yeah, I haven't got it at the moment. That's okay. So telephone is ringing. So stupid phone, go away. So (laughs) I had to get I had to get something to replace these bands. Right. And there were some. It's got anything to do with a Mac? Yes. Yes. (laughs) It's my mobile podcasting setup. There were there were some extra bands. <laughs> that were included like a rubber band. Yeah, it's so, like it's like it's so hard to do, gas. It's so difficult. <laughs> and but and I had enough to 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 get them all done. All four of these done. The problem is these bands break all the time and I had no spares. So I had to go and and, and get some you can hear that. I had to yeah, go and get some that. regular rubber bands of a particular length and and I think these will work. I haven't had a chance to try them yet, but I've got essentially a quarter pound of number 16 rubber bands. <laughs> I could outfit about 200 of those, those microphone stands. But okay, that, so, that was the smallest I could find. Right. Okay. More importantly. Yeah. I'm going to ask you a really important question, which I want you to make sure that you answer correctly. Have you changed the Skype answering message? <laughs> um, no, but <laughs> there's a very good no, reason. No, because you've been concentrating on bloody rubber bands. No, 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 no. There's a much better reason than that. Oh, and good, 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 I, But good. I can't tell you right now. Oh, why, because we got a me? phone. Actually, why don't we just do the phone call now that I got? You can. Because it is related. We'll have to leave it out later, but that's fine. That's fine. And this is from, of course, Greg from North Carolina, who's the only one who knows how to use the Skype number. Here it is. Okay. Hey, guys. Monday evening here in the East Coast of the United States. We still haven't changed that outgoing message. And that's all he said. <laughs> okay, Greg. The reason why I haven't changed Greg, the outgoing Greg, can message. I say, 
Greg, I love you. <laughs> but the reason why I not haven't changed the sense, out- not in a physical sense. Sure. Yeah. 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 yeah cheating on me. Yeah. <laughs> So the reason why I haven't changed the outgoing message is that Skype has taken that capability away. Really? Yes. Yes. Oh. I was looking that up what? earlier in the week. and What is the point of Skype? To piss you off unless you get like their super-duper business You're version. paying for that service though as well, aren't you? Um, I'm, I've got some money in it that's mostly just to cover, I guess, calls that are coming in. But I I'm, I'm, I'm don't I don't have the the business version of Skype because they have two different versions. So so you can only change the outgoing message if you've got a business account. I'll yeah, tell you what, that you're Microsoft. probably that you're probably paying like every month for. Ah, oh, get a life, Microsoft. So that's that's why the message hasn't changed. I knew oh. that there was something wrong there because I thought that originally I had done a message for that or right. an answering message for that. And then I went into Skype a couple of days ago. I was like, well, okay, I'll just go ahead and change that now. And it's like, I'll just go ahead and change that. Now. And I'm looking <laughs> at like all the options and all the different things. It's like, I can't find it. So I actually Googled, how do I change the Skype answering message? And every single thing I saw was at least three years old. So then I went into um, – and went to Microsoft directly and looked on yeah. the site and they basically said, well, that that's no longer in the new version of Skype. <laughs> it's like, Aww. yeah, yeah. That's what I said. Pathetic. Yeah. Absolutely and pathetic. I looked at them and you have failed me for the last time. <laughs> actually, no, it's not for the last time. No. We're actually using it today. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's true. That's true. Okay, should we go over to the mighty MyMac.com recent article? Yes, 25 minutes into this podcast, sure. (laughs) Well, yeah, okay. Go ahead. Is it really 25 minutes? Yeah, Yeah, 25 minutes. No, no, that's... Oh, that's his second call, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Wowza. Okay, let's talk photography number 49, family photos. This month, Bart is joined by special guests Sid and Mac from the Shutter Time. Is that time? Okay, well, I'm reading it. It's what it says with Sid and Mac podcast for a what for a conversation about creating great family photos, the kind that feel genuine and not stage in front of a forest view with um deer crossing in the background looking majestic and seascapes where the sun is just setting and everybody's hair is it yeah okay I've done you're going at all the right angles and and you yeah. left out you left out the bear that it, that is like basically ripping the deer apart at the same time <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay. that's that's the sort of staged photograph <laughs> you probably don't want unless you're the Adams family. Yeah, here we go. Beer, a beer, deer versus bear. There we go. <laughs> yeah. uh, next up is the catalyst case for the 42 millimeter Apple Watch Series Two. This is a review. A review by Sklorin War. 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 Catalyst. Oh, hey, Warren, Who if you're listening, is it good for. <laughs> Absolutely nothing, except for it's a, it's a review. Yes. <laughs> Warren, if you're listening, and I know you probably are, you need to send us a, a little 
something something that we can play when uh, we do yours, like something like this. This is Bert Clanchard, and I approve this message. Now, not exactly like that. Just but, you know, <laughs> just some weird little thing that we can play when we say your name. The Catalyst case for the 42 is getting longer and longer. For the 42 <laughs> millimeter Apple Watch Series Two is a military grade case for the Apple Watch Series Two. Sure. Well, <laughs> Case comes with a matching band with with buckle. Oh, I almost thought that said buckle festering, and I was gonna say, What the hell does that mean? <laughs> buckle fastening, buckle fest- <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Boy, I need to get my glasses. Did you changed. wash that buckle because it <laughs> really is yeah, festering? It's just disgusting. <laughs> yeah, additional sizes and colors of band as well as the 38-millimeter model case, are available to purchase. It's festering, too. The box includes the case, the band, instruction manual, a dummy watch unit, and two screwdrivers. Packaging is... Oh, this is important. What? Packaging is very clean. screwdrivers? Yeah. Screwdrivers? Yeah. Yeah, so that you you can put the catalyst case on. Okay. It's it's actually a, it's a case for the watch itself. It's not like a band. Okay. And but fortunately, we know that it isn't festering because the packaging is very clean <laughs> and easy to work with, and the instructions are very clear. Although the test unit is for the Series Two, I tested it tested the case on a Series Three LTE Apple Watch. Catalyst does sell a case for the Series Three. However, the case for the Series Two appears to fit perfectly on the Series 3. Go on over, read more about it that isn't festering over there on the website. Good review, Warren. He's a good guy, isn't he? He is. And talking of uh, Mr. Warren, Printworks 2, this is a review by... Now, how shall I say this? <laughs> Soren Kuala. <laughs> nice. Printworks 2 is a desktop publishing app for Mac OS. It includes templates that will create brochures, flyers, business cards, labels, envelopes, greeting cards, and more. It includes 2,000 clip art images. Can I, can I just divert slightly? Sure. When I was a, an, a, a, a Windows user, I used to go out and buy clip art. And I'll tell you what, it was always rubbish. Yeah. And I don't know why I spent the money on it, to be perfectly honest with you. And because when, they gave you like 10000 for $20. And you're like, yeah, ooh, $10,000, yeah, but they are all right. crap. And you, and you look at the pictures. So I wonder if these – I'd like to know, Warren, if you're listening, how good were those 2,000 clip art images? Okay. So additional images are avail- available for purchase. Some key features include integration with Apple Contacts iTunes and Google Maps, as well as the ability to share your projects to Facebook and Twitter. Go over and read Warren's very comprehensive review of Printworks 2. And next up is the Essential Apple Podcast number 60, My Mac Yakety Yak. This Don't week, look back. <laughs> this week we try to put the misery of forest fires, earthquakes, devastation by her actually – uh, real, real quick, long-time, long-time friend of the show, Eric Diaz, is Diaz. Uh, lives in Puerto Rico. Everyone, if, if, yes. if you can, please give uh, some kind thoughts 
to uh, everyone over there in Puerto Rico, and we all hope yep. that uh, that you know the, the, the utter devastation from that hurricane is going to be cleared up soon. Uh, but we're not a political show, so we're not going to go nope. into any of the reasons why that so hasn't quite happened yet. No, so I'm not going to go into the reasons of the cartoon that I saw. <clears throat> uh, no, I bet no. I'm no, not let's let's no. let's just go back to the Essential Apple Podcast number sixty. <laughs> Misery of forest fires, earthquakes, devastation by hurricanes, and all the rest of it aside, as we are joined by oh, Heave Stammen. This is Heave Stammen. Hey, G man, and that's it. Long time writer on my Mac. I forgot him. I forgot that ended so abruptly. We discuss all the news in Apple technology and the associated tomfoolery from the last week or so. Right. I am there. I think. No, hang on a minute. Where we go? There we go. Right. So, tech fan three, two. One, The Purge. Owen Rubin. Oh, wait. I need you to read that again. Just the title. Tech Van. Three, two, one. The Purge. Okay. <laughs> Owen Rubin joins Tim Robertson to discuss purging technology, Apple refusing to replace an iPhone battery, the bridge keyboard for iPad, Griffing iMate, the TRS-80, the X10 routers, the Surface Pro, and Tim's setup for recording podcasts. Now, the... He hasn't changed his in years. I change mine on a daily basis. Yeah, the bridge keyboard is spelt with a Y, folks, as well. So, you know, I think there's whatever. a Z in there, too. <laughs> it's silent, though. <laughs> it is today. <laughs> if you would like to write for the Mighty MyMac a website, send an email to John Nemo at Nemo. No, no. Oh, I always do that. Yeah, send it's, an it's email annoying. to John, ne- John Nemo. His address is Nemo at MyMac.com. Who came up with the at sign? I don't know, but I hate them. <laughs> because you're, it is so annoying. Well, their email address at blah, 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 at, at. And it just feels like you, you sound like one of the Martians from Mars Attacks. At, 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 at. <laughs> but then, then you're not sure whether people know that you mean it's at, at, or just at, at, at. 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 Yeah. So, how can people contact you, guy? Oh, uh, let's see. Uh, guy at mymac.com, uh, Mac Parrot at Twitter, and of course, uh, over there on the Facebooks and elsewhere. If they wanted to contact me. Oh, sorry. How can they contact you? Well, I know where this is going. Car crash. <laughs> Send an email to gaz at mymac.com or on the Twitters, uh, twitter.com forward slash. Gazmaz, G-A-Z-M-A-Z. You can also phone a number, which is... 703 No, I was going quiet because I was hoping that all the listeners would be shouting back at the podcast. And they're shouting at the moment... Because I interrupted you. 703-436-9501. There you go. 
Plus one if you're out <laughs> in the United States. I almost forgot that. No funny biz. It's not funny. I know. <laughs> it's sad is what it's it is. not funny at all. That, that okay. I'm so obsessed with people calling that number, which is 703-436-9501. Okay, okay, okay. Let's move on. Okay. Uh, if you'd like to stand by, stand by, then we, 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 we'll be right back. Yes, Siri, could you read the Three Geeky Ladies promo script? Sure. Elisa says, Welcome to the Three Geeky Ladies podcast and introduces Susay and Vicky. Susay says, Hello everyone. Vicky says, Hi. Elisa, want to know how we feel about the new Apple product? Susay, what about the iOS camera? Vicky, or the MacBook Pro update? Elisa, Susay, and Vicky in unison. Then, listen to the Three Geeky Ladies podcast. Siri, the Three Geeky Ladies podcast on the My Mac Podcasting Network. Number one in our time slot, the G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. everyone back to the mymac.com podcast yes sometimes it does feel that we're on crack <sighs> and that is actually oh, one, one of the things schmoo, that we're going to i know wasn't that smooth schmoo. one of the schmoo. things that we're going to talk about is the uh the latest buzzword to make people you know wonder if their online experience is going to survive yet another day and uh th- what they're basically calling this one is crack K-R-A-C-K, which is kind of short for Key Reinstallation Attack. This is a severe uh, flaw on Wi-Fi protected access protocols that secures Wi-Fi connections, discovered in 2016 by a couple of Belgians. And they, um, they uh, what was it, um, published details of the attack earlier this month. And basically the way it works is... Wi-Fi was created, especially encrypted Wi-Fi, was created in such a way that they almost expect you to lose connectivity as you are connected. And best practice would be each time you reconnect, you would exchange a different encryption key. But that would make things really, really slow, especially if you're experiencing a lot of disconnections. So what they do is they just keep reusing that same key. And what the attack does is gradually match encrypted packets that are seen uh, before and after to learn the full keychain that's used to encrypt the traffic. And the more often that the interrupt happens, the quicker that they're able to insert their own key. And the, the worst part is this isn't, Related to Windows or Android or Linux or the Mac OS, this is related to WPA2, which is the version of Wi-Fi that we've been told for a long time to use as compared to regular WPA. 
So well done. I know, just like I know what I'm talking about, and not reading it off a web page. No, I didn't say that. Just oh. well done for getting through it. Okay, so that's that's basically <laughs> what it is. Yeah, and what I believe is going now. If you, but isn't this isn't this actually more susceptible on mobile devices? Because I, I I may have picked this up wrong, but I thought that actually Apple um, Airport devices are currently okay to this attack. They're not they're not as susceptible to it. Which is weird, since seeing how it's know, WPA two. Well, not so much that it's WPA two. It's, it's the just protocol. Apple has protocol hasn't released a um, an airport device in a couple of years now. But they yeah, do but they keep can, the software up, or yes. not really so much the software, the firmware. Yeah, but I think I, I think it's the way that they've implemented it, implemented it as well. So I might be wrong there. I might be wrong there, but I, I think that actually it's it's more a mobile device um, attack rather than but uh, rather than actually. No, I could be I could be wrong there. I think I might be getting mixed up with something else. That, yeah, because that, that this was, this is now the, the thing to remember is if you own your own home then the chances of you being affected by this in your home are very, very remote because the person yes. that has to yes. install, not install, but insert this additional key to figure out what your encryption method is uh, has to be relatively close. So they would have to be like in your driveway or something like that, something close enough to where they can see your router. They're going to link up to your Wi-Fi network. Haven't right. They? Yeah. Yeah. So if you go so, so to lots of coffee van- shops – if that white van that's sitting um, outside has been there for longer than you anticipated, <laughs> you're being targeted. Is that the one that says, I am not with the government van? <laughs> yes. I see that one a lot. Yeah, I'm not surprised. <laughs> so, but if if you use a lot of public Wi-Fi, and, you know, and the stupid example I used was uh, coffee shops, but I know a lot of sporting events now – have like a, a a public Wi-Fi available so people can you know tweet pictures of the events or or what have you. It's the public Wi-Fi that you really need to to be concerned with, not so much what's in your home. So, uh, but I think I think there will be updates coming out to or if you've got a I think this can be um, patched. Yes, and updates will be coming out to all of your routers. So just keep an eye out, folks. If you've got a whatever your router is, just uh, just do a bit of searching occasionally to see if there is a an update and how you can actually get that update down to your to your to your router. And something else, now a lot of people their ISPs automatically update or or put patches onto the routers that that they have sold people on. That, yeah. Let's face yeah. it, that's where most people. Yeah get their routers agreed however most of those routers those updates won't be implemented unless you restart the router so it's probably not a bad idea about once a week or so you know just before you go to bed one night a week turn your router off wait about five seconds turn it back on again so any updates that have happened and that's assuming that whatever router you have um doesn't automatically do that upon receiving an update. Agreed. Yeah. So like once a week or so, just turn it off, wait about five seconds, turn it back on again, go to bed. So any updates that have happened in that time uh, will be implemented. (sighs) Okay. Um, Well done. The next one, 
Facebook and Apple can't agree on terms, so Facebook's subscription tool will only launch on Android phones. Now, what this basically oh, means... Oh, I'm so upset about yeah. this. Um, I really, really wanted to be able to... What is Facebook's subscription tool? Uh they have basically gone to a lot of publishers, Washington Post, Los Angeles Times, uh, various magazine publishers, you know, all of the uh, various print ser- services that a lot of people basically don't use anymore. Well, in order to keep themselves <laughs> relevant, they're putting a lot of their content behind a paywall. And <laughs> that Facebook- makes them relevant. Yeah. Well, and Facebook is is offering their social media services for, and I'm using air quotes here, free. Uh, but the, the problem, of course, is that anything, any transaction that occurs within iOS, Apple gets a 30% cut. Now, with subscriptions, that or, yeah, subscriptions, the big difference is that 30% only applies for the first year. After that first year, that reduces to 15%. Mm-hmm. Now, this kind of came up before because Apple was trying to do something like this for iPads. I don't remember what the service was called, and it failed miserably. You know, number one, it was limited to, of course, just two iOS devices, whereas uh, most mobile devices, and you know, we can. It's okay to admit this. Most mobile devices are Android related or of one kind or another. So, I guess. This is like the publisher's second attempt to try to get around um, Apple's 30%. And if you go back to, to the original title of this show, you know, 70% is better than zero. So all of these publishers, they would love to be in iOS with this paywall to get people to pay for their content. Uh, but they're not willing to give Apple their 30% cut. And of course, they're forgetting, you know, that the the retail markup for all of their magazines and newspapers and everything else was a lot yeah, higher for, than thirty percent. Well, equally, they're also forgetting why people want to buy an, a, you know, an Apple phone. There are there are many and varied reasons, but a lot of those reasons are because of the time and effort which Apple puts into the research and development of making a user interface which is secure and that people enjoy using. So, you know, hey, guys, you're going to have to pay for being on that platform. Yeah, that's that's kind of the way the way it works. Um, plus the fact that it's it's been – I hate to say it's been proven, but it, it is pretty much a fact that, that people who buy – iOS devices are more likely to pay for things like yep. apps and services yep. as compared to people that's on Android. True. Agreed. And that's been, this that's been proven. That's yeah. been proven time and time and time again. We're not calling them cheap bastards. <laughs> <laughs> We're not no, saying. Not all, no, it's not all of them. Yeah, just. A significant number. <laughs> anyway, so that's what's going on with there. We're going to move on from there. All right, next. Yes, quickly. <laughs> uh, this is a story from ZDNet. Mac OS X Trojan malware spread via compromised software downloads. Now, what makes this different is this isn't like 
the old days when you're like, ooh, I want to have that song or I want to have that movie, so I'm going to go to LimeWire or you know one of the other sharing services and download it there. And oh my god, I got a wire. Yeah, exactly. Um, this they were, was they were always dodgy. They <laughs> these are legitimate downloads for the L Media Player and the I don't even know what this is F O L X. Applications from bollocks. L- yeah. Okay. From bollocks. Yeah. From uh, El- Ultima <laughs> Software. You had to, didn't you? You couldn't stop yourself. Really? How you long know, have you known me, Gaz? You know, sometimes it's like the art of filmmaking is sometimes it's the unseen which makes a film more, you know, interesting. Right. But no, you've got to finish it off and say, look, there's the no. blood and gore right <laughs> in your face. It's right there <laughs> are we gonna hide it hell no we're, anyway sorry we're, we're gonna throw it right in your face tell anyway. us more about follocks okay <laughs> the uh the el media player by uh eltima which boasts over one million users some who may have unwittingly installed proton which is a remote access trojan that specifically targets max for the purpose of spying and theft however what you know, if you're an existing user of these products, according to L Media, you don't have a problem if you were updating your applications from L Media. It's only new users that the malware was distributed to. So they don't really know how many people have possibly been hit with this. Um, and if you go to the... Uh, the link in ZDNet, and I'll try to remember to put this in the in the show notes. I think, yeah, this is a key one, really, because uh, yeah. it, it gives you a bit of information as to try and find out how you understand whether you've been hit or not. Yep, and there are files and directories on the system that if you find them, it means that the Trojanized version of this player is installed on your system. And unfortunately, the only way to get rid of it is to undergo a full OS reinstallation. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Trojan. So you basically have Trojans to and okay, so you can pave. It's not it's it's not it's not a virus, folks. Macs don't always get a lot of viruses, but they can still get Trojans. Yes, they can. Okay. Um, Those damn horses. I know. <laughs> I've or, always hated the horse. Or in, in Monty Python and the Holy Grail, I think it was a cow. Or no, it was a rabbit. Hang on a minute. You mean her? I don't like stamps! Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you got this last one. Go ahead. Okay. So, um, okay. Apple has refreshed, and I'm reading this ad infinite item from Slashdot. Apple has refreshed just about every Mac product within the last couple of years. Agreed? Sure. Everyone except for the Mac Mini. Naturally, this tends to leave many analysts questioning whether or not the company would be phasing out the Mini to focus on more of its mobile devices. However, a Mac rumors reader decided to email Apple CEO Tim Cook to get an update on the Mac Mini, and he received a response. Which is amazing in itself. Well, no, I have heard that Cook um, 
does respond to emails like this in the past, as as had in the past um, Steve Jobs. But Cook said it was not time to share any details, but he confirmed that the Mac Mini will be an important part of the company's product lineup in the future. Now, if that is the case, hurrah, because I still like the Mac Mini. I still use a Mac Mini, and I want to use another Mac Mini in other projects. I've got two of them sitting right here in front of me. And it is a key component, I think, in the introduction of people in using desktop computers. Because guess what, folks? People still use desktop computers. So I'd like to know what is going to happen with the Mac Mini. Um and whether they're going to change it or not. But I'm not too worried about it. It's just that the, the they keep updating would be really good. Um, so it's good to see that the Mac Mini is not dead. It just feels like it. <laughs> it just hasn't gone anywhere in a really <laughs> long time. <laughs> and you, what, what are your thoughts on the Mac Mini, Guy? Do you think it's an important component and part of their makeup? Well, you know... It, makeup of products that they're selling to the wider... yeah. Uh, um, uh, community. The problem is they focus so long on the the mobile side that the the Mac side has has really suffered uh, in well, comparison. Well. And I don't want to get into the whole you know percentage and this and that. Um, but you look at the debacle of the the Mac Pro. You look at how long it's been. Typical. Yeah, since the Mac Mini's been updated. You look at how long it's been. Since some of the some of the uh, laptops have been updated, well, and I'm not so sure same, about that. Things- no, you got to be a bit careful. I think some of the I I think other than the Mac Mini, there have been updates relatively recently to many of the other range within the Mac world. Yes, the Mac Pro is something which I think they took a wrong turn on, but they're saying that they're looking Can't at you know my ass. <laughs> and my ass, they could innovate incorrectly. Yeah, yeah, but, Phil. But 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 they are doing something with it. So I'd, I'd, I'd slightly bring you back on that because you know they've got the the touch bar on on the Max and they are trying to do stuff. I think I personally, I think they're just a lost again. It's that rudder. They've lost that rudder's slightly break. It's a bit wibbly wobbly on the Max side. The rudder and the boat needs to stop. Um, you know, jibing from one side to the other. What do I call it? It's not jibing. Tacking. They need to stop tacking from side to side, get the boat going in one direction. And um, that's not a reference to... That is not a reference to a UK band. (laughs) (laughs) You too? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. You really have a sting in the tail for me at times, don't you? Oh, my, my. Um... I'm, you know, I I don't buy. I I can't actually. I can't remember the you last new Mac. Mac. Well, yeah. I've, well, I've got two here. I got the one that I just recently got from uh, Warren when I got this beautiful uh, Apple Cinema Display monitor. Yeah. And then uh, it was earlier this year. I found on eBay. It was for like five hundred bucks. A, a quad core so twenty twelve. So not a new. For like five hundred bucks, which is a really good price. So not a new one. No, no. Right. Okay. What would what would entice you to buy a new one? A new Mac Mini. A new Mac. Oh oh oh. Um. Honestly, if 
this Mac Pro keeps doing like what it did <laughs> earlier. Yeah. That might that might entice me. Um, when it comes to the Mac, <clears throat> I, I update my my mobile stuff a lot more often than I do my Mac stuff. And I think <laughs> mostly because when I do get a new Mac, it's typically very, very beefy. And it's, it's set up to serve me for four to six years. And that's kind of what I expect to that's, – that's like the life I expect to get out of my Macs. Agreed. Agreed. Okay. Okay. So, you, so when is your next – um, purchase expectation period for a Mac. Um, I'm kind of waiting to see. When, you know, the, the iMac Pro looks interesting, but I'm not interested in spending five thousand dollars on an iMac. <laughs> gonna say, yeah. Uh, I'm really interested to see what they're gonna do with the next Mac Pro, uh, the 2013 Mac Pro. When it first came out, I was kind of like, "Ooh, that's kind of cool." And then the, the more I learned about it, the more I was like. Yeah, that doesn't fit what I want to do at all. And then I just yeah, I've got to say, I've got to, that is it, it. That machine is a fantastic machine. Oh, it's it's a just remarkable I think, work of engineering. Yeah, absolutely. But I just think it went down the wrong direction with um, Thunderbolt and connecting. Well, with its with its expected market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, anyway. Yeah. So we should probably. So we are hoping that Tim does agree that the Mac Mini isn't dead, and that they do some sort of updates to keep it going. I think it's an imp- still an important part of their their makeup of of products. Uh, not as important part as it used to be, but still, I think they could probably still sell several million oh, products. Easy. easy, and at a minimum price of around five hundred dollars, that is probably not something that anybody would want to say no to. Yeah. Oh, that's not worth our what a, a six billion dollar windfall. Not worth our time. <laughs> we should probably get out of here. So take take us out, Mister Sell. Everyone, please stand by to stand by. And Gaz and I, if I ever learn how to talk again, will be right. I'm Bart Bouchard, host of the Let's Talk Apple podcast. Every month I gather together a panel of Apple followers and we digest the month's Apple news. Our aim is to step back and take a 40,000 foot view of all things Apple. We're the perfect complement to the many great daily news shows out there. Listen and subscribe at www.letstalk.ie. Tending to digress or to reply to questions obliquely. The G-Men on the MyMac.com podcast. Hi everyone and welcome to the third and final section from this week's Mighty MyMac podcast number 678. Is that correct, Guy? It is correct and I am nodding my head. Hit it. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. Mostly. Gaz's tips. It's time for Gaz's tip. Are you new to the Mac environment? Well, if you're new, you may not yet have more than one Mac in your household. If, however, you are relatively new and you have multiple Macs in your household, I utilize an easy sharing screen option in the finder window. So you go to your finder window, you will see one of those other Macs in the shared 
uh, options in the favorites bar on the left hand side and in the main window you will see a share screen you click on the share screen and the option to link up to that other mac will come up automatically and if it's a headless mac which is something I've used in the past, which is basically a machine which doesn't have a screen connected to it. <laughs> Sorry, excuse me. <laughs> you will be able to access that Mac and use that particular Mac as you would any other PC and do all the sorts of stuff that you like to do, especially when you're sitting in another room and you want to do something with the Mac Mini media server, which is connected to your Wi-Fi network or to a particular network that you've got in another room. And Apple does make sharing screens and sharing another Mac oh so easy. Go and give it a try, especially if you've got multiple Macs. Yep. Unless unless there's, there's something not quite right with your network, in which case... There's something wrong with us! Something very, very wrong with us! <laughs> Would you agree with that guess? Uh, I'm nodding my it's head. It. That's the end of Gaz's Tips. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. I had to find tips. it. That's Most the end of Gaz's Tips. Okay, is that the, uh, the end of the tip? Will you let me finish? Gaz's Tips. <laughs> You're so mental. I am. I am. There is, there is something seriously wrong with me. I, I, <laughs> I, cannot, I cannot deny it anymore. I am so pleased you don't live in this country. <laughs> yeah, but I see I have enough money I could fly over. I don't <laughs> care. That's fine. Then I'd have warning. Oh, that's true. That's true. Actually, the whole country would have warning. Damn. <laughs> Do you have a uh, app pick or something? I don't have a pick. I've got a tip. Okay. If you're one of the 5% of the world that hasn't yet seen GOT, <laughs> i.e. Game of Thrones, don't start watching it. Oh, my word. There are so many twists and turns, and it goes on, and they're just dragging it. We're now into season eight. Look, it's a great show, but I want to see an end. <laughs> you know what this reminds me of? Did you, did you ever watch Babylon 5? I started to watch Babylon 5, and I stopped watching Babylon 5. Okay. At, when Babylon 5 was a, a thing and it, this was a a syndicated tv show that would appear on various channels all over the place it wasn't like it was on like a regular schedule that i recall but at the time that this show was on was when i was traveling overseas a lot right. so i would be gone for like two or three months and then i would come back and i would turn on babylon 5 to see oh i wonder what's going on now and Basically, the entire cast would be different. There'd be different ships. There would be like whole story arcs that I couldn't figure out because I hadn't been watching it for the last well, eight weeks. I've got to say, the story pretty much goes down a fairly narrow route. But to be honest with you, I just want it to end now. Please, <laughs> please just give me the time. We know where it's going. Just Give us the end, please. <laughs> Are you tired of watching it? Or is no, it just, I'm not. It just... I'm enjoying it. But for heaven's sake, it's like 40 Towers. How many times do you watch 40 Towers and we'll sit down and watch an episode and laugh? They made 12. And One, that was it. Two, six plus six, 
12. It's great. Don't drag it and drag it and drag it. Same thing uh. with like the IT crowd. <laughs> what? Yeah. They were like they were like less than 20 episodes. Oh, yes, 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 yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So if you're into the Game of Thrones, wait until you know for sure that it's finished, and then if you want to binge wash it, great. And it is great. There are nipples everywhere. Oh, That's happy. That's fine. That's fine. Is it, is it cold? <laughs> there's, lots, there's lots of cutting of people with swords and death and gore, and it is, it's quite a good storyline. <sighs> but boy... I just wanted to finish. Please <laughs> let me go on to move and do something else. Yeah, please. this happens a lot. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Tell me about your... Tell me about your pick. Okay, my pick. Quake 4 on the Mac App Store. It's about 20 bucks. Blast them up, shoot them up, multiplayer support, though I've never used that part of it. Um, my only real criticism of it is that it seems kind of pricey for an yeah. older game. Like This is a game that's like 10 years old or older. And, yeah. you know, the graphics are somewhat dated, but it, it's, it's a good storyline, and I always enjoy playing it. I don't think I've ever actually finished the game. It's like every once in a while I was like, oh, I'm going to play some Quake 4, and I can't find the game I was playing before, so i got to start right at the beginning all over again. It's a bit like Game of Thrones. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's like, let's see, Quake 4. There we go, Quake 4. Okay, but it is it is a fun game. I do enjoy it. Yeah. Good, good. Um, let's see. Uh, we, 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 folks, we, we are a, a 199 One Facebook away. licks. And thank I you. love the name. I know. <laughs> this is a, this is a Superman bad guy. It is. It is Lex Borger. I think. It, it, well, I, I don't know. It, is it Borger or is it Borgia or you know something weird like Borger. that? Borger. <laughs> Borger. Borger. Aye, right. Borger. <laughs> anyway, he's Lex. our latest liquor. Thank you very much, Lex. And uh, let's see. Oh, you! I didn't see this email. That must have come directly to you. Go ahead. Yeah, so I've got two emails. I received two emails directly this week. One from Mr. Gary Apter. Thank you, Gary. Tips yes. hat. I think you need to buy a pack of top trumps to understand the rules. Yes, I do. <laughs> I, I, he it, asked It didn't me, stop he, us from having a good time with it, though. No, it didn't. He asked me why on earth I didn't use was or play was. Well, that's because he wasn't on the list of board members no. that we were choosing. So we couldn't use him, Gary. Anyway, I also re received another email from Alex, Alex Postrepoff. Um, excuse me, Alex, for completely crucifying your name there. Um, uh, he said he was listening to us talk about the project of doing a time lapse over a year. Uh, and have I thought about a Raspberry Pi with a camera quick? kit because i could program it to take pictures on any schedule that would meet my needs and the advantage is that i can attach a hard drive so i'm not limited to sd card capabilities the pies and the camera kits are all over ebay yes i have alex thank you so very much for sending an email and i haven't responded to you but i'm trying to do that now i will respond to the email as well but one of the reasons i've not kind of gone down the pie route is because it actually seems quite complicated. Well, you don't um, even have to really go 
down that route. I mean, there are no, no. no. Well, let me let me. Finish okay, go ahead. With, Sorry, I, I I think that it is quite right. And actually, yes, I could set up a little pie. I could fix it somewhere close. The issues I've got, the real issues I've got with this whole setup, is the position of the camera to where I want to put it, which is one quite high in the building and quite far away from any power source. So if I want to power the camera, it's got to have a long enough lead or a or the PC or whatever I use, whether it's a Raspberry Pi or whatever else, fairly close so that it can power the camera. Um, if I was to use a web camera or something which I could, I could use the GoPro that I've got, um, but then the the problem is it's got to be in the loft where the loft is got fully insulated and it's not really boarded out for, to do anything up there. So that means I've got to have a long enough cable to be able to feed that information or at least power right. that USB. And it's got, if it's over five meters, you can't do it over USB. So there's, there's lots of other configurations. Now a Pi would actually be quite useful because I could probably get power quite close to the pie which would then be much closer to the camera but then i've got to set up the pie so i can send those pictures elsewhere yes i could put them onto a hard drive a separate hard drive but then i really need a headless unit so they can make sure that it's still you see it gets more and more complicated yeah. i'm starting to scratch my head more and more as to how to do this all because of the position where i want to put the camera to give a reasonable time-lapse picture so it's I, it's my own problem, and it's the the problem that I'm creating myself. It may be best just to start standing at a particular position and take a picture every day, and, <laughs> and hope for the best. Yeah, hope for the best. But I really would like because I have taken one or two. Have I shown you? Any, I haven't actually shown you any. No, of the time. you were supposed to. You were supposed to send me some, but you Ooh, didn't. Do sorry, it. let me. Yeah, because they are quite large. If I'm honest All right, with you. Well, this. just just try. We'll we'll talk about it, it when, when the show's over. Yeah, and I'll, I'll show you the, the, the. So I've taken one or two over a day, and it, they do look quite good. And over a year, I think it would be absolutely fantastic. But I, I really am. It's about the position and access to the camera, which is the most, the, the biggest problem here. Um, I've got spare. I've got a spare lap. Um, um, I've got a spare computer. I can. That's not the problem. It's access and powering the the, the camera and getting the images off the camera and back to a, a, a reasonable feed, and the position, which is giving me the headache. Well, I think what we should do is open this up to all of our listeners and and it's not like we're asking you to do this for free we will pay you five million gazuvas <laughs> if you can help us with this i've got them right here i've got them right here that's right you have five million gazuvas ready? there hang on ready did you hear that tap i did that's five million gazuvas being tapped on the mic right and what was the exchange rate again what's that worth exactly five million gazuvas to the pound i think it is Okay, so yeah, so I mean that that's a pound, and we're not talking about <laughs> British pounds. We're talking like pound of beef, you know, chicken. No, no, we're talking pounds. <laughs> pound of beef is quite expensive. Yeah, well, and especially trying to send it someplace. Imagine if whoever it was was in the United States. Yeah, yeah, yeah like that's going to work, isn't it? No, uh, that wouldn't work. No, it's not going to work. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're interested in receiving. Five million um, gazuvas? Is that what I exchange, said? Exchange rate at five. Yeah. <laughs> to the pound. 
and you wanted to help Gaz figure out this problem, Gaz, how could they contact you to get five million kazoovas? Nice link. Nice. I see what you did there, Guy. <laughs> I wasn't initially sure where you were going with it, but well done. Okay, you can send an email to gaz at mymac.com. That's G-A-Z. Kazoovas. <laughs> or you can tweet me on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash gazmaz, G-A-Z. Cars. M-A-Z. Kazoofus. You can also send uh, a tweet to both Guy and myself on the Twitters, twitter.com forward slash Guy and Gaz, G-U-Y. A-N-D. D. G-A-Z. Kazoofus. I really don't think I'm going to be able to find a song which matches up to Kazoofus. You can also not. send... You can also send an email to feedback at mymac.com, F-W-D-B-A-C-K at mymac.com. Guy. Yes. If somebody wanted to receive... An email from Guy. Because... Guy's the one. Then how would they do it? It's so, so very easy. You would send that to guy, guy at mymac.com, or contact me. This is probably the easiest way to do it on the Twitters and my Twitter handle there is Mac Parrot. And ooh, that was kind of a subdued parrot. Uh, we have a Skype. We have a Skype number, Gaz. I swear to God. No, we don't. We do. We and we there don't. is at least one person in the Northern Hemisphere <laughs> who knows what that number is, and that that number is. I won't is even it? say one or plus one outside of the United States because he lives in North Carolina. It's seven zero three. Four three six nine five zero one. That number let again. Me tell, let me tell. that again. It is if you're outside the United States. Plus one seven zero three four three six nine five zero one. Call it. Call it now. Call it collect. Call it direct. But call it today. And uh, I would like to say thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who has downloaded. And listens. You have to do both. To the MyMac. In order to get that thank you, okay, you got to not only download yeah. it, you got to listen yeah. to it too. We're sorry. Yeah. That's, that's, how it, that's just how it works. And um, all those people that have done so, Gaz, think that we're good enough. They do. They do. And they think, I swear, this, at least four of them said that we were smart enough. They to, did. Well, they, they could have been fibbing. And doggone it, woof, woof. People like us. Apple, Ye30, Mazana, Yakachukwa, Ishoma Payne, Isvo, Vantagesi, Vakawanda, <laughs> Vali Bandahadra, <laughs> Iwi Boka, Chikwama, Chik. Chikwama, Van Piredes. <laughs> uh, I've got no idea, but apparently what I just said, folks, was Apple's 30% cut is less than what most retailers were charging. You bunch of <clears throat> tool bag publishers. And that, my friend, is the end of the show. Thanks for downloading and listening to the MyMac Podcast. You can also hear other great podcasts on the MyMac Podcasting Network, like the Tech Fan Podcast, Three Geeky Ladies, Geekiest Show Ever, 
the Let's Talk Podcasts, Essential Apple Podcasts, and the Club PlayStation and Club Nintendo Podcasts. Correct. What is that from? Oh, Hogan's Heroes. <laughs> yes, it is. That's the theme from Hogan's Heroes. Why okay. is the theme from Hogan's Heroes running around in my head? Because you're special. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's me. How can I ever thank you enough? Yeah, well, you can't. Exactly. Well, you, you talking to me? Get out of here now. Go on. Go on home and uh, I go home. <laughs> oh, boy, that oh, sounds really, really... Oh, it's crushed. Oh, it did? Oh, that sucks. It's sucky. How can any race be so stupid? <laughs> That's us. Sometimes Shit. you need insightful opinion on the Apple ecosphere. And for those other times, there's the G-Men on the MyMac podcast. Exactly. Cheers, Carl. Okay. <laughs> All right, all right. That's good. I'd forgotten I had that. I don't think I've ever played that. No, you haven't. And this one, this is one I haven't played ever either. I would dance and be merry. Dinga Derry. Dinga Derry. Dinga Derry. Dinga Derry, damn it. Dinga Derry. My Mac Podcast 678. 70% is better than zero. Hi, everyone, and welcome to this week's Mighty Mike Oh, Mike come on, Mike we podcast. can do better than that. No, 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 no. I was going to dwell on that. Oh. oh, you spoil it. I'm sorry, start again. Yeah. I wonder what happened, why it just crashed like that. I, I don't know. Yeah. You know, you have to, and the thing so, is, it always asks you, do you want you know, to, crash? to send that a, a report to Apple? And yes. I always hit yes, and I never get anything back. No, and I can't even imagine. It's, it probably says something like, well, let's see, system era 14,312 at memory access point 199237. There's a guy going at, at, at Apple going, whoa, come over here, Jack, Jack, look at this one. This will cure everything. This will make you laugh. Look at what happened to this guy's Mac. <laughs> he must be a right moron to have that happen to him. Bloody long didn't take go. a long time. Yes, there. We especially go. well, and especially considering that uh, that <sighs> we lost what fifteen twenty minutes of content. Did God, God damn it! Piss me off. Poor Jason. <laughs> yeah, that was I a feel shame. Really though. bad for him. So, are you recording at the moment? Yes. All, all I'd like to say is there was an awful lot of hello to Jason Isaacs in there. Now, that is very, very specific Twittertainment reference. Nobody outside of the Twittertainment ecosphere will have a clue what I'm talking about. Let's see if we get any reaction to that. Okay. Okay. Right. 
Do you want to bring us in? Shall I bring us in? Uh, no, I'll bring us in. You ready? Yep. Need some water. Mm. I was hoping that you'd just jump in then to saying, welcome everyone. To yeah, this. yeah. And yeah, people and people in hell want ice water. Yeah. <laughs> Courage. <laughs> what makes a king out of a slave? Courage. What makes the flag on the mast away? Podcast. What makes the elephant charge his tusk in the misty mist or the dusky dusk? Wi-Fi. What makes the muskrat guard his musk? Courage. What makes the sphinx the seventh wonder? Courage. What makes the dawn come up like thunder? Courage. What makes the hot and hot so hot? What puts the ape in ape in cup? What have they got that I ain't got? Courage. Courage. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that. now I'm recording. Save that. Save that. <laughs> that almost sounds like it should be like some kind of weird off-Broadway song. Save that fucker. Save that When trouble comes along, you can always sing along and save that How was that? That was pretty bad, actually. <laughs> Not one of the best no. musical lyric sessions that I've ever had. No, no. But uh, it, it was, I mean, it was all spontaneous. So, <sighs> see, that, see, now I can't get that song out of my head. No. It, it's, no. it's catchy, you know? It is. It, it, spam, it's, spam, 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 That was the part that always cracked me. It wasn't so much the guys singing in the background spam, but uh, um, Eric um, Eric Idle just freaking out. Yeah. Shut up! Shut up! <laughs> My nipples explode. Exactly with delight. <laughs> right. Bring out your dead. I'm not dead. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> Oh, what is wrong with us? There is something wrong with us. Something, something very, very, very wrong with us. with us. What movie was that from? Sorry, I don't know. Um, 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 um. It was Bill Murray. Really? Yeah. An early, early Bill Murray movie before he got real, real huge. I don't know. Stripes. When they were all in the army. I'm just trying to recollect if I've seen it. Yeah. Well, it was when it's like near the end of the movie and they realize that, you know, they've been up all night practicing so that they can try to get through basic training at, you know, the, the big thing in front of the general. And, um, they're all arguing with one another because they're so tired. And Bill Murray like gets in the middle and he was like, we're mutants. You know, there's something very, very wrong with us. So not only that, but we were stupid enough to join the army. 